Hi to everyone. My name is Helen, and I want to tell you about how my baby pictures were put on the internet. But they were not just any pictures. As it turns out, they became a whole story that influenced my life. I grew up without a mother. Or rather, she was there until a certain period, then she disappeared, without a trace. My dad didn't tell me anything about her because he didn't understand anything himself. She just left me at her sister Nicole's and called my dad to come home from work to pick me up, and then she disconnected her phone. I was about two years old at that time, and the last thing I have from her is a picture of me and my dad. It was my mom taking the picture. I was sitting there with my dad, and there was a beautiful cake on the table in front of us. It was my first birthday. We must have had a lot of fun back then. All of mom's pictures disappeared with her, except for that one. I think she took care of that. Maybe she was unwilling for us to remember her. Maybe she decided to burn her bridges so she could build a new life with a clear conscience. To all of these questions, I did not know the answers, and neither did my father. It was hard for my dad to work and manage me, so he asked Aunt Nicole to do it, and she agreed. Dad went away and sent her money every month to support me. Besides me, she had two children of her own, Dory and Roxy, twins. Of course, she loved them more, and I, as a child, claimed her attention on an equal footing with her children. After all, I didn't know then that I couldn't do that. On the one hand, I felt kind of normal in their family. I was fed, had my own room, was clothed. My sister's clothes were given to me as hand-me-downs, and I was happy about that too. I was accustomed to it since childhood, so I considered it the norm. My father and I didn't talk much of his work, and my aunt told me never to touch her phone. She didn't like it much when I went into her room, especially when I wasn't cleaning it. Ellen, where are you? I'm here. What did you want in the girls' room? They went to practice, but before they left, they threw all their stuff away. Are you cleaning up? Good for you. Is dinner ready? I'm hungry. Yes, it's ready. I'll put the tea on. Yes, hurry up, please. We sat down at the table and my aunt started to eat. Mmm, it's very good. You're a better cook already. I praise you. Thank you. Auntie. What? I wanted to ask you, when is my dad coming? I was wondering the same thing. He hasn't sent money to support you for two months now. It's like food is free at our house. Is he okay? I don't know. He hasn't called or answered my texts. I'm worried. Nothing's gonna happen to him. Maybe he doesn't want to send money, so he ignores me. You know, you're like my daughter, but money doesn't fall from the sky. I didn't even know what to do when your dad stopped sending it. You think he'll stop for good? He already has. Well, I'm going to rest. Clean up, and when the girls come back, feed them. Okay, auntie. As you have already understood, I was there as a maid, so to speak, practicing my place in their house. When my uncle came home, I usually fed him and did his laundry, too. That night, he came home drunk. Oh, hi, Helen. I'm not hungry. You don't have to cover me. Pour me another whiskey, please, please. Okay, are you sick? I'm fine. Where are the girls? Where's Nikki? Auntie's asleep. The girls are at practice. Ah, uh, it's coming out. It's just you and me. No, Auntie's home. Should I wake her? No, no, let her sleep. I've been wanting to talk to you for a long time. About what? Let's go to my office. 
My uncle's office was outside the house. It was on the property, but as a separate outbuilding. We went there, and uncle began to tell me that he had known me for a long time, that I had grown up before his eyes into a very beautiful and intelligent girl. I sat in silence, listening to his drunken ramblings, and then he suddenly came up and kissed me. I sharply pushed him away and slapped him on the cheek, throwing a tantrum, like how did he allow himself to do that? And he just smiled, and then said that if I did not listen to him, they would kick me out of the house. Kick me out? I'll tell Aunt everything! You wouldn't dare. Yes, I'll dare. I'll go and tell her right now. And then what? Who'll protect you, your father? He doesn't give a shit about you. And your mother? You don't even remember her face. That doesn't mean you're allowed to touch me. You have no protection. Only me. You live on my money in my house. I couldn't listen to any more of his nonsense. I ran out of his office and ran away from there altogether. I walked for an hour, and when I came back in the morning, I saw that something strange was going on in the street. There were cops everywhere. My aunt and uncle were standing outside. She was crying. Then she started to cry even more when she saw me. What's going on? The cops came up to me and handcuffed me. They said I was under arrest for the murder of Sarah Blanche. I had the right to remain silent and anything I say... What did you say? Wait, what murder? What are you talking about? Auntie, uncle, what's going on? They took me to the station. I didn't understand anything. And then the investigator told me that I was accused of the murder of my neighbor, Aunt Sara. When asked why, they showed me my photo found at the crime scene. But where did that come from? We don't know, but there were also photos of you posted on the internet, as well as photos of you sitting at your neighbor's house and having tea with her. Your aunt and uncle said that you often visited her and carried this photo with you. They also found dishes with your fingerprints on them. But those are our dishes, not Miss Blanche's. It's the dishes I use to feed my aunt and uncle. But it only has your fingerprints on it. Because I wash them with my own hands, believe me, detective. Something's not right. Where are your parents? My dad hasn't called in a while, and I don't have a mom. All the evidence is against you, you know. But I didn't kill her. All right, we'll check it out. I was behind bars. I had no one to turn to, no help. I already saw myself rotting in prison for the rest of my life. And then I asked to call my aunt. She wouldn't even listen to me, just like my uncle. But he came to see me a day later, and you know what he said? That this was my punishment for showing off. What? So it was you who killed her? It doesn't matter who it was. The main thing is that no one can help you. You should have agreed. You're a big girl, but you don't have much brains. He laughed, and I shouted and cried after him, but he wouldn't listen. Everything was against me. But I was lucky in one way. I had a good cellmate. I told her everything, and she said that my aunt was probably involved. I couldn't get my head around it. I think your uncle and aunt are dumb, even though they made it up well. They must be in cahoots. How did the victim die? Kind of like a cup to the head. And where was she standing? I think on a top shelf. You're short, so you'd at least need a chair to get there, right? Was there one at the crime scene? I don't know, I wasn't even there. Where were you? I told her about my uncle harassing me, and then she said it was a motive on his part to set me up. Do you have any proof? I was out alone. 
And what about cameras in his office? There are only cameras in the courtyard. You can see who goes in and who goes out. Where are they? In the courtyard, but how can you help? I've been here for years. I have connections. Why are you helping me? You'll do something else for me later. The next day, a woman came in. She said she was my lawyer, and she took on my case. They were able to pull the camera footage of me and my uncle going into his office, and then I ran out of there in tears. Then my aunt came out of their house. She went to my uncle's office, and they stayed there for a while. Then they went toward Miss Blanche's house, and they didn't come out for a long time. And then my uncle ran out of there. An hour later, the police came in, and then I came running in from the other side. The lawyer started digging around even more, and she managed to find out that there were shoe impressions in Miss Blanche's bedroom. As it turned out, they belonged to my uncle. But then, things got even more interesting. Miss Blanche was his mistress, and my aunt found out about it just that night. And then she saw him kissing me and freaked out. She went to her neighbor's house and hit her in an argument and grabbed a vase off the shelf. And then she called her husband, who quickly decided to get rid of me as well. He covered up for my aunt by saying that he couldn't support me anymore. So their evil plan was born. But they didn't take one thing into account, that my photos which they posted on the internet were spread from the IP address of their house, from the girl's computer. On the same day, just a few minutes before the police arrived, all roads led to them. And then my father arrived. It turned out he had lost his ID and phone and couldn't get in touch. When I flew here, I found out what was going on. I almost went to jail, but I was acquitted. My aunt and uncle went to jail instead. And the biggest coincidence is that my cellmate was Miss Blanche's daughter. She was doing time for fraud. She was her illegitimate daughter, which she gave up. She helped me and asked me to find her father. As a matter of fact, I'm looking for him right now. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 